Rental episode 120. We are your gaming geek culture podcast. As always, my name is Ryan. I'm joined by Andy. Hey. And Biff. Greetings, folks. If you like our content, head on over to geekade.com. You're going to find a bunch of great content on podcasts, video games, music, movies, comics, Twitch streamers, so much more. Geekade.com. What's your geek? And we're going to open this one up right off the bat with quiz. You guys ready? Quiz mode. Oh, ready. Yeah. Yes. All right. I got a quiz. I thought about doing video games, but like we've done so many video game quizzes. I thought what would be good? 90s kid trivia. If you, if you were a 90s kid, we're 80s kids. Uh, but we grew up in the 90s. You should be able to answer these. Uh, these questions, I will warn you, are painfully simple. So while a few of them are hard, I'm going to require that whoever answers first gets them. This is not going to be like a, uh, give me your, give me your answer sort of thing. Is that fair? Yes. Okay. It's fine. Some so of them say it are as st- fast as you can, right? Yes. And some of them are still going to be video game related. In fact, a few of them are right off the bat, but let's start it off. Nineties kid quid, tri- uh, kid, kid quiz trivia. Here we go. Um, it's often regarded as one of the best video games of its generation. What gaming platform did GoldenEye 007 debut Nintendo on? Nintendo 64. 64. All right. That's a, that's a biff. He's quick. He's gotcha. This one, Andy, this one's for you. As the Pokemon video game craze launched in the United States in 1998, two iterations of the series were published on Game Boy. What were they? Red and blue. Nailed it. Dead heat, folks. Dead heat. Uh, what was the name of the virtual pet simulation game that came in a tiny egg-shaped electronic system? I got you. Oh, wow! I had two yeah. more sentences to go. Good job. Also, only girls played with that. How did you know that? Hey, you don't worry about it. I might have had one. It's no big I had deal. The DigiPet. They were That's the male version. There you go. Yeah. Uh, who's the Sesame Street star who was tickled with laughter and became Elmo. Christmas- Dang it. That was Andy. Dead Heat, two and two. All right. Who is the fictitious female protagonist in the 1996 video game series Tomb Raider? Laura Croft. Croft. Lara, 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 Lara Croft. We wouldn't have to go for a replay, (laughs) but you both, no points awarded because I think you guys neutralized each other. So it's still two and two. I love this question, by the way. (laughs) In the 90s, which wide legged jeans became a fashion favorite for children? Jinko. Ooh, Jinko. What did you say, Biff? Jinko. God, it was a tie again. <laughs> no, I said it first. I, I, I clearly do. said it first. No, I oh, clearly said it back. I can't first. distinguish. Run it back. Run it back. <laughs> I could put like we're a whole t- suitcase in my back pocket in those jeans. I think we're still tied. I, I found a pair the other day that I still have. They got to nice. be worth something, right? I know. Vintage. Like 90s what culture boy band is there. included Justin Timberlake and JC Chazé? In sync. Dang it. Right. They're the same. Andy's in the lead. You're aggressive. Who played, who played Kevin McAllister in the blockbuster film Home Alone? Macaulay Culkin. Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell. I can't tell again. 
Not tell him, kill him. This. I'll give that one to Nate. We're tied. We're tied. It is Macaulay Culkin. and then it's. Although correct. if you replay it, I'm pretty sure I said like something like Well, I've thrown out two, so we'll just go with like everybody wins. How about that? Yes. What is the actual? Oh, this one's okay. So here's where it gets weird. We just did all of those, which were like obvious, and then like, what is the actual name of Courtney Love? Jennifer Love Hewitt. No, no, <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> That's not it. Um, I'd argue that nobody should care, uh, but it is in fact Courtney Michelle Harrison. But uh, the actual name hmm. is Kurt Cobain's murderer. That's yeah. The name. Oh my gosh! Uh, so let's move wow. on. Still, still a tie game. Wow. Uh, what band did Zach, Isaac, and Taylor form? Anson and I had two sentences ago, but yep, Biff's <laughs> in the lead. Anson, and it was they the wife's performed going to that concert. They peaked. They peaked at the top of the charts in 1997 with Mbop. That's right. Bought tickets. Oh. They're in Fargo. That's, you shouldn't be proud of that. I We're know. Going. I know. Uh, <laughs> what year did Princess Diana perish? Perish in a Paris traf, tra, uh, traffic accident. Sorry. 97? 99. 97 was the correct answer. So oh, yeah. is in the lead. And I don't know Oof. what what has gotten a hold of me, but I'm killing it right now. I'm just letting you know. You are you are a nineties kid. You've proved it. I I am a nineties kid. What is the name of the character from Friends who is famous for attempting to seduce women by saying it, How Tribbiani. are you doing? It's how you doing? How you doing? Th- this question's wrong. How are you doing? That's not what Joey <laughs> said. <laughs> Shenanigans were throwing it out. It doesn't matter. That's wrong. How are you doing? Yeah, how are you doing? No, nah, that that's a bullshit question. We're not we're not counting that. But Biff is still in the lead. What does the abbreviation AOL stand for? America oh. Online. Nice. Ah, Tied it up. Tied it up. Yes. All right. What plush toys did Ty Inc. sell that took over the world? <gasps> what? It was way too fast, but also Dude, correct. I just want to throw out that video game uh trivia I suck at, but man, I'm killing this. <laughs> arbitrary pop culture biff's strong suit okay so that don't matter got it <laughs> right. old ladies retirements yep got it what dance craze was popularized by los del mar in the 19- holy hell yes <laughs> we can't even finish sentences we're tied yes. again here we go I'm loving this it's the macarena that's good okay what uh, Nickelodeon- i wouldn't have got that at all i was trying to no. think of like electric slide or something like that it's hard to forget the macarena you know, oh man it was like every middle school dance i ever remember <laughs> just picture uh um uh, what is it the uh austin powers like moving on what nickelodeon okay. animated show starred tommy chucky and angelica uh, Rugrats. Rugrats. uh i think i think andy took it i think he got oh, it no way <laughs> andy started it it was it was possibly a tie, but I'm going with Andy on this one. This is rigged. Nobody's actually going to win. I'm just You're saying right me. now. Yeah, but now it's a competition. I want it to be heated. I need you guys aggressive and on edge. That's where we're <laughs> at the best. We d- we're not even letting you finish the sentence here. It, I'm shocked. I'm in, in fact kind of impressed by both of you. Um, so in the 1990s, which this is a 90s quiz, right? If the anyway. In the 1990s, what function was added to portable CD players that enabled both children and adults to enjoy their music without missing a beat? 
anti-skip. Yes. Oh. Skip protection, but I'll take it. Yeah. I was nice. thinking that too, but then two it. point lead, two point lead. Well, what one did you have? I only had 30 second. I didn't even have that. I want to say I had mid like maybe 10 X was like, and that's the one I like used all through high school. I think that's what I had like a 10 X, which was not sufficient in like rural North Dakota, but it got you through most of like the road. And then, you know, like, as we all did, we uh, had the portable CD player that you then put into the tape cassette adapter yeah. that became your car yeah. CD player. So yeah, it was the anti-skip became important. my truck didn't even have a tape adapter. So I got some external speakers and just set it up on my dashboard <laughs> and drive. It's you know that best. you could get like those like free iTunes, like, like FM adapters, right? That would like sling it to your radio. Wasn't rich. Okay. Wasn't <laughs> were, rich. I, wasn't I found either. some They're computer like, speakers and I just plugged it in. It worked. <laughs> I like it. Like battery powered computer speakers. Yes. 100%. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Like 20 right. double A's in that thing. <laughs> This one I'd argue is an eighties question, but I'm going to allow it anyway. Cause it's already in the quiz. What snack was the most effective for applying to your fingers and creating which fingernails? Bugles. Oh, that's correct. That's what they're called now. I think it's, uh, that's an eighties snack for sure though. But yes, okay, you're, you're, you're one away from tying it up. Which television show is theme song begin with the following line. Where has predictability gone? Hmm. Whatever happened to the paperboy, the mailman, the evening TV? Step by step. Fam, fa- oh, no, family no, matters. family matters. Awesome. Dang it. It's all You're waiting right. for you just around the bend. Everywhere you look, everywhere you look. No, full house. <laughs> yes. The way you say it, though, sounds so stupid. <laughs> it ended with where has predictability gone? And the rest of that was me remembering that because it was burned into my childhood wow. oh skull. My so and it was full house. We're tied again. We're tied. Yes. All right. It's weird. Yeah. I'm sure that guy who sang that song also did the family matters also did. Oh, I'm step sure. By step. It was yes. it almost sounded the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't as good. Uh, what was, or what is the, Oh, I like this. What is the title of the first installment of R.L. Stein's Goosebumps series? Oh, man. You can picture it. Is it something dummy? No. Nope. Something to do with the carnival, I think. No? I don't know. I don't remember. No. Uh, this question is actually wrong. I, I bought the first book and read it. Uh, it says, Welcome to Dead House, but it's not. It's like... The werewolf of whatever swamp uh, is actually the first mm. one. Was there something with a dummy, like a mannequin? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Was- which was the death of Goosebumps because those dummy books were the worst ones. I, I, right. I skipped over all of them after the first one. Um, let's see. Let's do. We're going to do three more questions because this will just go on forever. I don't know how many questions are here, but. Having a blast. <clears throat> we are tied right now. Actually, I'm going to skip that one. Okay. Who made Ice Ice Baby famous? Mel Ice. There you go. Biff has the lead. Two more questions. 
In the television series, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, what was the name of the family butler? I was just Gosh, talking about him yesterday. Yeah, you, talk, yeah you brought it up. You said he didn't have any funny lines. He never oh. said he was never not funny. Man, what? Oh, gosh. Jerome, no, something like that. I right? just am drawing yeah, a blank. Yeah. Oh. Close. The butler. Jerry, Jerome. Gerald. I'm right there with you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, you can do it. Fresh Prince Butler. Um, Jeffrey. Yep. Oh, oh my oh, gosh. Biff has a commanding lead, but we'll just wow. go with the last one. Doesn't it's not winner take all, but we'll just land it on this one. What was the name of the sheep that was effectively cloned for the first time in 1996? Dolly. Nice. Yes, that is correct. Ollie. Ollie the sheep. Yeah. I don't remember that. Well, uh, you know what? I was going to quit, but there's one more question left, and this is the end of this quiz, so we're going to go with it. What reality television program is known to be the first? MTV. Oh, Real World. world? Why did you get that, Biff? I'm a rebel. The only show you've watched in a movie is RV, and you got the real world? (laughs) Also correct. I'm, I'm impressed. There you go, 90s kid trivia. You guys you did thought I was just floating well. by in life and I actually knew some things. Just turns out you're what? clueless about video games or everything else. Knowledgeable yeah. as hell. Got it. Right up Let, there. Let's go to the local bowling alley and do some trivia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was shockingly good from both of you. I'm impressed. The winners, the winner is the listener learning about 90s trivia. You're I welcome, love that. Everyone. We're all yeah. winners. Which is two thousand mentality. We 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 have like the credentials now to speak about for sure things nineties video games retro games yeah double dare fruit roll ups we were there we lived it what was the temple that that's one that's been in my brain there was yeah was it Temple Run yeah that's a game but it was called something. um, like a game show where there we was don't a have temple. to we don't have to name it because we know it we were there nineties yeah we saw it they just rebooted it not I mean, did they they did Legend yeah. of the yes. Temple Guardian something Legend of the Hidden Temple there yes. you go that sounds right yes love it like S- it Silver Snakes they were the best you know what's not the best Nintendo shut down the Wii U and 3DS eShop. How do you guys feel about that? Forgot about it already. What? <laughs> this is a big deal, man. Like, this is all the DSware, DSiWare, 3DSware, the virtual consoles. There and are like five Wii U games that might go away. <laughs> right, which is not the tra that's not the tragedy here. The tragedy is that there are like hundreds upon hundreds of games that exist only in that ecosphere never got physical releases and now have nowhere to go because long did you think it actually was going to last though it's got to go away at some point okay i agree with you that that makes sense but also does it because why can't there be a virtual console on the switch why can't 3ds games be played on your switch flipped vertically i can't 
they just not be assholes and like allow <laughs> preservationist groups like the video game history foundation to keep the source material and archive them properly. It's, it's bad. This is like, like the DS stuff was all available, right? Like the DSiWare, did that all come to the 3DS then? I don't know. We might have lost some of that in the shutdown, but. Does it surprise you though, really? It doesn't, but the ramifications of it are a little bit shocking. Because like you think about when we talked about the Vita, PlayStation and PS or PlayStation 3 and PSP store shutting down and how quickly Sony backpedaled in the face of like the adversity of that, realizing their mistake. <laughs> Nintendo is not going to do that because Nintendo no. conforms to no one and tons of games that people like poured their lives into are going to be without piracy and support people who back that up because it's not, it's not a crime when they're meant to like preserve someone's like life work. Right. But, like without piracy, th- these games are gone forever. Right. I wonder like, so the Wii has already been through this. Yeah. And we lost a bunch uh, there. But the the I, preservation community on that end has been very good with the hacking and the you know the jailbreaking okay. of the console. So a lot of that is that's, is salvaged. That's what I was wondering, like what percentage of that actually made it out, ported it out. But I, I think the homebrew community did a really good job of backing that up. I think for the most part it's there through certain means. Sure. It's CBS just it's a little weird though because what do you do cuz it's so dependent on the hardware too, you know? Mhm. Like I have most of those games I would imagine I'd only want to play on a 3DS anyway. So if, you know, 20 years in the future I want to get to play those games, I'd have to figure out a way to get them on a chip. Yeah. But minus real 3DS. Minus the 3DS effects like the 3D effects, you could pull the Joy-Cons off your Switch, stand it vertically, and have it mimic a two-screen mode, and you'd you'd have the game, right? Like, it would be doable. Maybe not, like, ideal in every situation, but you could do it. Maybe that's um, what they're planning for the Switch U. OLED U. <laughs> Does the Wii have a microphone on it? Or the or not we switch switch. That's a good question. I don't know. You see, that was a part of both the 3ds and the Wii, right? Or at least the 3ds. The 3ds and the DS were. No, the yeah. Wii had it too because there was that one game you had to blow on it. Remember, uh, Nintendo Land. Pretty sure there was a game you had to blow on the. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was yeah. on the Wii U one. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a little crazy because it's like there's no reason, at least from the Wii U. There's nothing in the Wii U game store and eShop and virtual console that couldn't run on the Switch. There's no reason the virtual console couldn't exist. You know, the Switch can run the GBA games. The Switch can do everything, probably better, but they're just failing to bring it over, right? For what reason? For what purpose? It really is a mystery that, you know, some things are stuck on a virtual console on Wii U. I don't get it. But and, and the Wii U has a better organized shop than the Switch has ever had in mm-hmm. five years it's been out. Like, it makes no sense. Like, well, we, we can't bring it over because I'm going to have to, like, do buckets, like, buy console. 
by gen, like by our, like by <laughs> RPGs. Like, Oh, we can't do that. Like that doesn't work. No. I mean, to Biff's point, is it shocking? No. Is it shocking how little time they gave people? Kind of. I mean, after May of this year, you can't use your credit card to purchase games on that service. Um, it goes offline in March of next year. And then I think after there's a certain date in the fall where you can't even use Nintendo cards to like load points in, right? Like, so basically like for most people after May of this year, you're, you're not buying games, but there are things on there and there will be many people making lists of like what you should buy before it's gone. But there are like very notable things like, the Mario three advanced with all the bonus DLC cards from the e-reader. Um, there are like a hundred extra levels. Like it's almost like a third of the game <laughs> yeah. added back in that most people have never experienced and it doesn't exist anywhere else outside of like tracking down all those cards, which who's going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like speaking of the, the first Pokemon games, those were on 3ds. Right. And I believe that's the only way that you could get those original ones all the way up to any modern game. So, yeah. Very when good you point. make the purchase, I, I guess I, I, I haven't really jumped into the, like the Wii U stuff, like the shops. I just don't really spend a lot of time in that. So when you make the purchase, is it yours forever? Are you still going to be able to access it once the services go? Or is um, it you purchase it? Because you said there was yeah. going to be guys making lists of things you should get before it goes right. away. Are you going to be able to even access it? No. After March of next year, it's gone. Like, you can't so re-download you can't re-download it. it. So you really? need to have, okay. you need to have, like, it's the same as what they did with the Wii going offline. You need to have the storage in place to get all your content downloaded. And uh, that's crazy to me. Like, I don't know. Cause there's not like a really great way to do that with a Wii U. I mean, I guess it's not that hard to put an external hard drive, but yeah, I, I you cannot re download as far as I'm concerned, as far as I know, maybe I'm wrong, but after May or March of next year. So, wow. Yeah. I thought, I had no idea that that was even the case with the Wii then, the original Wii. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like all gone. I don't think you can read wow. it. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm way off base, but I was pretty sure that was like offline done. Huh. And yeah, there's stuff on there that, that like they should be porting. Like I think back to the Wii and it's like, you know, Excite Bike World Rally was like amazing. And nobody's played that because it didn't exist anywhere else. It was a great addition to like excite bike and like they added a lot of good moves there's no reason it shouldn't work on switch no reason it wasn't on the wii u or the 3ds but now we get a whole new batch of those games you know yeah that's true yeah i'm trying to think if there was any wii u games that i remember that was like digital only and only for wii u i can't think of a single one yeah, well, and there's some of those games like where the physical's gotten expensive, right? Like you know, Game and Wario, well, certain oh, games yeah, like that. Are... Like Devil's Third, was that the no? Not yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Like that, you're not going to be able to get those games physically cheaper than you can get them on the e store. So it's like you might as well grab them now. 
Well, it's already like 350 bucks now. Right. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's kind of a it's a sad thing. Like this is the digital age we live in, but having media lost forever just cuz it's hard to keep a server up and to like fit it into a new ecosystem is not a great situation. Because you, you and I did that video on the Wii one where it's like those Final Fantasy tactics and Towers games are gone. Oh, they they have so many Wii games that were completely original. Yeah. That, yeah, are just gone. Bubble Bobble editions that were like exclusive to that console. Like it's it's nuts. And we're we're right back at it. Yeah. It's only going to get worse when games are more live service and consumable and like. Yeah. Yeah, as much as this podcast loves Xbox Game Pass, like we're beating our own anxiety mm. right here, you know? Not good. Yep. Well, I have a, a story that's somewhat related to this. Okay. Um, I kind of went on an adventure to tr- try and find a game that's been delisted, and uh, it was quite a journey, but my son... Uh, is very much into graphic novels right now. So he's Captain Underpants, Dogman, all that stuff. Um, and he picked up from the library one that I kind of remember. It was called Bone. I don't know if you guys remember that. It's like an old comic. He looks like Snoopy without ears. I don't know. But I I sort of remember it. And... uh he was really getting into it, thought it was hilarious. And I'm like, I think they made a game about that. So I looked it up. And yeah, sure enough, Telltale, like one of their first games was an adventure game based on, you know, this character. Okay. So I'm like, okay, that's got to be cheap. Try to find it. Not on Steam. Not anywhere. Nowhere. It was on Steam. But... I don't know if they lost the license. I know Telltale kind of went out of business and got Brought bought back. and sold. Or, yeah. yeah, so I don't know. They probably like lost that. And so then I'm like, well, I really want to play this thing now just to see it. And uh found it a key on some shady website. <laughs> I use PayPal for, so hopefully oh my gosh. <laughs> if anything goes wrong, I get it. <laughs> I'm protected that way, but uh, sure enough, the key works. You put it right into Steam. It's like, oh, here's the game. You can download it. Everything's good. So it's really weird that Steam handles it that way. You know, a game that doesn't theoretically exist. Exist, yeah. But you can just uh, Still download a key. It. Right. So yep. is your son been playing it or just you? Uh, we just recently got it, and he hasn't had a ton of time to be around but uh it's really weird because he knew exactly what to do really and where to go because it's it seems like it must be a complete retelling of the first book that's awesome which is really strange i'm trying to think of another game that i could be like oh i read the book so i know exactly what to do in this game you know like you couldn't do that with the you might know some story beats in the witcher but you're not going to know how to play it well and just speaks to your kid's memory too right like you read that thing like it's ingrained like that's impressive yeah, he's like, oh, well, this guy, he's going to find a map, so you got to go over there and talk to him and see how he gets a map. And it's like, oh, wow. Sure enough, that's what happened. But Nice. 
it's weird. It's weird. Uh, like downloading games from like 2005 on a PC because it was like 300 megabytes and <laughs> instantly downloaded. The, so how the do you window suppose, was. How does that work? You suppose with those keys, like somebody had the foresight to like buy a bunch of them while it was still listed, <laughs> yeah. but not cash them in. Because that's the only know, solution, but... right? Like you wouldn't be able to infinitely generate keys. Right. You wouldn't think. It's got to be somewhere. I mean, you hear about those like gray markets with all those keys and like a lot of the developers would rather you like just pirate the game than right. use them sometimes because they don't know where the keys are coming from. And Yeah, I'm trying to remember like what shady site I bought like my key code off of for seven days to die like there was like some weird sale and i have like six bucks like it was some weird backwoods like somebody sent me a link and i bought it and like it worked but like it was definitely not a legit site <laughs> like at all so yeah there's got to be a lot of that it's just crazy that steam doesn't have something to like block that yeah hmm. well especially like yeah you would think that it would just be like we're not going to redeem new keys right you know? yeah if it hadn't been a generated number by this date, like no good. Right. Huh. But Interesting. Like, it's, it's still there. So I guess if you do delist stump stuff from steam, you, there's still ways to get it. Hmm. Well, speaking of getting stuff, <clears throat> I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast, but my wife a month ago, I came home and she's like, what's a quest? Like, it's a headset br why she's like well i just want a quest 2 from work like what i love you so much thank you immediately (laughs) claimed it as my own prize it arrived last week um so the quest 2 vr headset i thought they had like severed facebook integration it doesn't seem like that's the case just yet in fact i was reading what's facebook yeah exactly it's going over to meta so they're switching over to meta so you still have to sign in with the Facebook account, which I wasn't in love with. But let me just say, like, for a $299 machine that has room scaling, essentially, um, no wires, it I really thought the PlayStation VR was a good value and a good machine for the price. The PlayStation VR is a hunk of dog shit compared to what the Galaxy Quest 2 does. If you if you've been playing only PlayStation VR, even with the dildo controllers, like you're not living. Like it, it's a joke. Doesn't work. It looks like poop on your screen. You can't accurately control games. Um, the Quest Two is kind of amazing for the amount of money you pay for it. Controllers are hyper accurate. Um, the see through, like you can see through your got the cameras so you can like see room scale like i can see the room i'm in i can map out like where i want the play field to be the game the the console knows um it's all very lightweight also and um yeah we've kind of like fallen back in love with vr i will say to playstation's credit it's not a bad vr system there are a lot of exclusive games on that And I will say that the most popular games, which frequently go on sale on PlayStation are full price and appear never to go on sale. At least that I've seen an Oculus like Beat Saber is 30 bucks. That game has been out forever. Super hot VR is 30 bucks. You're not 
you're not saving your, like there's no deals. Uh, but you almost don't care because it plays so much better. Like, um, there's this ping pong game that I've been playing that is like super accurate, uh, like crazy accurate. And then as a result of that, I downloaded a bowling game, which I'm going to have a bowler aside from like me not knowing how to throw because I don't have like 16 pounds of weight in my hand. That ball acts exactly like it does in real life. Uh, it's kind of incredible. I will say it comes with a really cheap and shitty headset like strap. Um, the first thing you need to go out and do is buy the professional headset strap with the extended battery. It's 109 bucks. It cups the back of your head, infinitely more comfortable turn dialed, like adjust it to your skull size. You get like four hours of battery life out of it. And it, and actually the Oculus two is very front heavy. Like when you get it out of the package, but like this pro headset with a battery kind of like balances the weight. Um, so much better, so much better. Um, yeah, we uh we've been having fun with it. My my daughter cold cocked my son upside the skull playing uh, Beat Saber. That was great. Yesterday I got sucker punched right in the gut, about four inches from a nut shot. So I was happy with the gut shot. Uh, I was walking through the living room, just took one playing Fruit Ninja. You know, you gotta watch out. Um, and then yeah, I um I was playing with Biff. We were playing Generation Zero for the second time because we can't play more than that because. He's a busy guy. I want to beat the game, but he's like, Hey, he doesn't text me. Uh, and I was like, Hey, get a quest. And I'm just, just trying to egg him on. And you got one. You're in the club, buddy. What do you think? Yeah, this is actually something that my wife and I have been talking about quite a bit. So when we went to Kingpins on that unofficial official date thing that I child intimidation. Date. Yeah. Still yeah. don't feel bad about that. I still no, feel good about my decisions, but uh, <laughs> we walked by the Beat Saber machine and that was something that like Amber really enjoyed. She really thought it was fun. I thought it was great. Um, and so you just, oh yeah, we should, you know, just, it just starts the conversation. Like where, where do we find one and it'd be nice to get something. And so it was kind of on our list already to, look for or pick up and then Ryan yeah got a quest too and so I went out and I was hunting for a quest too I thought they were readily available everywhere apparently not in Fargo I was just one store after the other and they didn't have anything so I was like oh whatever and uh, so I get home and my wife is out and she comes back with a quest too and I was like, well, where'd you get that? And she's like, oh, yeah, I just picked it up at Target. Oh, you picked it up at Target. Well, she bought the 256 gig, which yeah. was yeah, more we, expensive. So we should touch on that. Like for any prospective buyers of the Quest 2, it comes in the 128 gig, which is the free version my wife won. Nate got, or Biff got the 256, but almost every app and game caps out at like one and a half gigs. So yep. do yourself a favor, save a hundred bucks, go with the 128 because trust me, you'll, you'll be able to delete games before you even get to caring about the fact that they're gone. So yeah, anyway. exactly. No, that's, um, she didn't know. She didn't know the difference. No, you know, who cares? More, like, more storage is oh, good, right? Quest two. That's, that's what I've been looking for and it plays beat saber. And so she came home with it. That was the first time she ever bought a 
system by herself. And uh, even without like us discussing, she was like, yeah, this is what I, I wanted and picked it up. And I mean, she plays it quite a bit. I mean, beat Sa- beat saber only sure. right, is what she's playing, but um, <clears throat> we've really enjoyed it. It, it is for the most part, lightweight love that it's wireless. Love mm-hmm. that. Um, very impressed with the gameplay. You know, I I've been playing the ping pong as well. And it's amazing. Like the English that you can get by the way that you move the paddle. And so you get the curve of the ball or whatever it is. I thought that was really impressive. I was expecting it just to be this, I don't know, like some factory show where it's just look at, I can play ping pong, but yeah, you can well, play to legitimate VR, matches. Right. Yeah, if you're used to PlayStation VR, like, you know, that the accuracy is like good enough at best, but this is like so much more immersive and like yeah, the tactile, like, cause you've got like two triggers on each hand. Plus you got two buttons and a thumbstick. Like yeah. you have a full current gen video game controller in your hand at all times plus motion and like spatial awareness yeah it's it's nuts and i i love that so we downloaded the plank game that you were talking about yes you did do it okay what was your experience it was one of those things that i started upstairs and i had the headset on and it said well you need more like six by six room right i was like oh okay yeah i'm gonna go downstairs and I never took the headset off because I just just started walking downstairs, still had the headset on. And I mean, you just remember the PlayStation VR where you're like, okay, I can't move. Where's everything at? I got these cables. Help me with this. I don't want to ruin your life, but there's a virtual desktop app. So you could like totally do your actual work while never living in reality. If you wanted to I saw that, but I wasn't sure what that even meant. <laughs> so I'm scared to click yeah. on things still. Yeah, I don't you, need, you don't need to go down that route. I don't need any like uh porn VR porn <laughs> shooting in my well, face. That exists too. I'm sure, but not probably in that legit store. I'm sure. Never know. It's masked under ping pong, mm-hmm. but very impressed. I found myself just, buying games like oh yeah 20 bucks 30 bucks no problem and yeah 100 bucks like just like that on different experiences and there's some good ones there's some bad ones um right i would have to say that my experience now that i've experienced playstation vr and the quest it's it's very different the quest i i don't get that like sweaty sickness feeling which is, I don't know what that is, but I used to feel that way. Like PlayStation VR where it's slightly grainy. I think it's the low resolution of the screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, have you yeah. down? Can I ask, have you downloaded the free VR roller coaster ride game? Yeah. I haven't tried it out yet. Oh God. Okay. So there's like a blinder mode in that, or there's like a wide open, like I'm not going to get motion sick. I almost threw up. I had to ask my family to get me a chair to put it underneath me. And I continued no. through the seven minute ride, but I was like, seven minutes. yes, I almost puked. Like I got completely dead silent. I had to take it off and like give it to one of my kids. It's like, you guys go. Cause dad can't. So maybe try that one. That might get you. Yeah. Uh, I actually like the way I'm feeling playing it where I just, yeah, you don't have that sick feeling or that like no. sweaty, nauseous, like, uh, yeah. you know, so I, it's been I good. 
if you haven't bought that pro head strap, do it. Like it makes a massive difference. Um, you can get just the head strap for 50, but it's one Oh nine to get it with the battery pack and it doubles your battery life. So just do that. Cause like, like I said, I think like the fact that it cups your head plus you have the weight in the back with the extra battery, to like balance the whole headset out makes yeah. it's like a night and day difference on top of like an already great thing. Um, and the adjustable stuff is frustrating with yes. Constantly with okay, kids skulls right? going from adults to kids yes. to adults to kids You're pulling and, hair all the time. That's oh, awful. Yeah. yeah. My son was screaming at me cause I pulled his hair. I was like, well, do you want to play VR? This is the price you pay. <laughs> that sounds uh, like the same conversation I have with my kids. So it's kind of funny, like that plank game that I told Biff to download. Um, so it's, it, it, I think a lot of people know what it is. It's basically exactly what you think. Like you load into a virtual city street and you turn around, there's an elevator. You walk into the elevator. There's a few options. You hit plank, takes you up to the top floor of a skyscraper. And you walk out on a board. It's just a plank. It's like a foot by however many feet out. And you just walk out and you look around you can fall off and die. Right. So I downloaded this as like, it, it tripped me out. And then my, my kids had done it and my wife got on there to do it. My wife is standing on the plank. She's kind of like, what? Bleh. And I just kind of like went up to her and I just nudged her hip. Just, I swear to God, just a nudge, not a shove. She went to fall in and her instant reaction. She just like couldn't pull herself out of the moment. She <laughs> standing from the living room floor no joke leapt head first into the side of like she dove head first in the side of our couch and onto the floor, like just full, like body dive off of this <laughs> plank and then started bawling. Like she just like couldn't control her reactions. And like, I'm standing there for a minute, like not sure if I should like feel like a horrible human being. Cause I just like <laughs> threw my wife to her death or she thinks she did. And she got back up and was a good sport about it. But like, it was probably the most hilarious thing is that we were all in the living room and just like, yeah, just full on committed to like, Nope, just off that thing. And it was kind of incredible. Um, I like how you, at the end of the plank, you can, there's donuts or whatever. Like you can push right, donuts. Spiders. There was this yeah. thing that was like a spider cake and I was like, Oh, what's a spider cake? No idea. Didn't put two and two together that it's a spider in a cake. Yep. And I reached down to grab a piece of cake and the spider shot out. I was like, Oh crap. And I jumped right off the plank. I've had to yell at both my kids because they get to the spiders and like rip the headset off. I'm like, no, you're going to break the headset. Like, let's not do the spiders. And yeah, I think one other feature, not to beat this thing to death, but um, one, one feature that I really appreciate is the ability to uh, cast it on your phone, phone? as yes. well as a TV. Um, How do you get it on a TV? I have Roku uh, TVs. Doesn't yeah, you should be think. like any smart TV. You should be able to cast to. Do you need to have so, the device or like an app installed or? Nope. Uh, or the Oculus app. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't think is on Roku. So I don't think I can do it. Uh, oh no, not on the TV, but just on your phone. Yeah, and I then phone, right, and then when you click on cast, oh. it says device, and then it gotcha. You wouldn't know that you could select multiple <laughs> devices, but uh, it's yeah. searched all the TVs in my house and said, "Which one do you want?" And yeah, that's kind of yeah, how we it play. Was it is nice. like I cast it to my phone, and then like you can you know kind of customize the experience, like load the apps in for the kids, and yeah, yeah it's very intuitive. Okay, well, 
You guys you should, are really selling it. Yeah, just go buy one. Like you're the VR guy. You got us. Anyway. <sighs> you should just go do well, it. Well, that that's I the the improved accuracy is the thing that's really selling me because I mean we've got hundreds of hours into Beat Saber now. Oh, it's so much. It's we're, infinitely better. Infinitely we're, better. We're like cracking expert plus songs where you like almost have to nail everything just to you know pass the song. Yeah. And you'll be halfway through like a minute or two through the song and then your like wand flies away because of right. whatever VR that PlayStation does. And that's extremely frustrating. Yeah, you should so, get it. You'd love it. Or if, can I, if can you're I in town, you, to, you can try mine out first. See if you like <laughs> it. I'm closer to him, so you could try mine out. <laughs> and two miles. Uh, can I ask you guys a real question? Like what is the key to better scores in Beat Saber? Is it is it is it the amount of distance the cube is from you and you cut it? Is it your accuracy to the center of it? Is it both? Like, what is the key to high scores? Because I don't uh, really understand. As, I I I need I've been trying to figure that out myself because I can get quite a few more notes than my wife, but yeah. she'll always get like fifty thousand more points okay yeah because i've already reached in the quest the same point i reached in playstation to where like i'm just not meeting the minimum score to pass and like i don't know what i'm doing wrong because i'm not missing blocks so there's something i'm missing but i don't know yeah. what it is oh see i don't even think i've ever played the just like single player okay in there so i don't know what they you just do what like they one off like i'm attacking this song and yeah, we go in the party mode, I think it's called, and it's just basically leaderboards, you know. You Oh, sure. Gotcha, gotcha. Maybe that's what I should which, do. Which is pretty much all my wife's name now, because she's beat all my scores, and the whole leaderboard is just her name. Nice. Yeah. No, you should buy it. You'd love it. I wish I could port the DLC over. That would be really nice, but I doubt that's a thing. So much DLC, too. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, I've heard good things about Supernatural, but that's, is that a subscription? But it's that's like an exercise, that's like an exercise thing. Okay. Oculus, right? I don't know. I haven't looked into too many exercise things yet. Okay. I've been looking at, like, some hand job chat rooms. Oh, boy. <laughs> so the metaverse is what you're talking yeah. about. The dickiverse. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much the metaverse. I was watching a video where a guy was like, I don't know, like some 20 something on YouTube. And he was like, I'm going to live a hundred days in the metaverse, which like, I guess is 30 minutes is a day in the metaverse. He just like keeps his quest two on and like, has it hard tethered to his PC and kind of went nuts after a while. Cause he was like trying to eat like burritos and stuff with the headset on. It wasn't quite working. Oh, wow. I might've seen that as well. With the stormtrooper buddy of his. I think so. Yeah, yeah. He, had like, he had a buddy he met, like, he met this weird guy right away. He's like, walks in the room, he's like, is anybody here normal? And the guy in the stormtrooper suit comes up, he's like, I'm normal. And they became best friends. <laughs> and, like, this dude's power would drop on his quest too. So he'd be in game with him in the metaverse and his like, body would, like, fall over on the floor. <laughs> like, oh, my friend Kyle's dead again. I've been addicted to these videos of, um, whatever the Facebook, was it Horizon? Is that what it's called? whatever their like vr chat metaverse thing is okay they they have like uh real people in there as guides like they work for facebook or something 
and they're just you know there to help you and, to, <laughs> and basically what they're doing have to they have to just like d- be daycare to all these kids tell them to stop doing things and like <laughs> it's it seems like a nightmare of a job but oh god yeah i can't I'd have imagine. to check that out yeah yeah i watched the same guy too after i watched the metaverse one he did one where he's like I love games like GTA. He's like, I'm going to live in third person for 50 hours. And uh, he like had somebody like build an aluminum contraption. So he had like a camera hooked up to like a VR headset and he went around. He only made it like 30 hours, but he like went around like buying food and stuff and like third person. He's like wow. trying to brush his teeth and he's holding his toothbrush up behind his head with like his tube of toothpaste. So he could see where he was putting it and pretty entertaining. His commitment was good. He played street basketball and like took a ball right to the face. Good stuff. <laughs> he's like walking up to people on the street, like, "How far away am I from you right now?" Like, I don't know, like six feet. He's like, "Oh, I thought we were like right up on each other." Okay, good. good. Oh wow. <laughs> Weird. Huh. Yeah. Speaking of right up on stuff, Andy's up on some Pokemon. Oh sure. Oh, done it the yeah, he's putting it on the agenda. I lead it in. I you're like, yeah, it's a wet fart. Yeah, it's a soft lob. It's cool. So yeah, I've been playing the. Uh, is so why is it on the it. agenda? Why is okay. you don't like you don't yeah, even like cool. it? The, the, I do like it. I think. Um, <laughs> Pokemon Ar- Arceus Legends. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it's called. Sounds um, right. It's kind of the game that everybody wanted maybe 20 years ago on a GameCube. And uh, it looks like it was made for a GameCube. (laughs) The the graphics in this thing are insane. Um, In a bad way? Yeah, every time Pokemon comes out, it boggles my mind that it's this like trillion dollar franchise. And they just have like 20 people working on the, these games and they're just like, Nope, we're not going to hire anybody. We don't need anybody's expertise on 3d games. We're just going to figure it out. We're going to do it ourselves. Cause we're the Pokemon people. And it's like, it's, you, you guys are way past that. You can't just be some, you know, small shop doing this shit anymore, but here we are. Um, yeah, the textures are just awful. The lighting is awful. It looks like something that you built on your first day in Unity, but the game is fun. It is still Pokemon. It is Pokemon, but very, very fast and like live action. So you're running around, you throw a ball out, you might do two attacks and the battle's over. Yeah, I've kind of heard it's like the Breath of the Wild of Pokemon, although less interesting in the open world. Yeah, I wouldn't say there's like, yeah, I wouldn't say it's like interesting in Breath of the Wild is like, oh, I want to see what's over there. I want to see what's over there. Right. But this is, they, they refined the Pokemon format in a way that I think fits really well into something that is like not exactly turn-based. It's still kind of turn-based, but, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's an impressive way direction if that's the where they're turning everything but i doubt that's the case like 
they're going to have to stick to their main format. And this is like a side thing, maybe. I don't know. So I've been curious because like my kid obviously loves Breath of the Wild. He's interested in Pokemon, but like nothing's been super accessible with like all the tutorials and like the upfront reading. Like, is this is this more or less accessible to like grade schoolers or what do you think? Oh, the the first hour of the game is a tutorial basically explaining like, here's what a Pokemon is. And it's like, I know what a fucking uh, Pokemon is. It is. And then there's some bullshit story. It's literally this guy like fell out of the sky and everybody's like, Oh, you fell out of the sky. You're here to help us. Thanks. You know, come and do this. It's probably on the scale of really bad Pokemon stories. This seems like a pretty bad one. <laughs> so but, not great introduction. What you're saying. No. Yeah. No, but the core mechanic, I mean, just the fact that you can like go in the tall grass, hide, it's, it's sure. kind of like a, it's, there's a little bit of monster hunter in there, I would say. Okay. Um, well, and there's like uh there's like raged up Pokemon out in the wild too, right? Like you can do like yep. raged encounters, like they have like red eyes or some shit I saw. Yep. So yeah, that's some kind of, of interesting. Were, the main bosses, I will, I've only beat one main boss. And it's kind of a unique, you know, encounter. But usually, you know, in Pokemon games, you catch one of one thing and you have it, you're done, whatever. Right. This one is like, hey, you catch 10 of the same one, catch them while they're sleeping, catch them in the dark. So you got to fill out the Pokedex in like a lot of different ways, which is makes it a little bit more interesting. But. I don't know how much I'm going to stick to it. I'm still uh, down home on the farm. Sure. With the wife. Um, <clears throat> I think we're... all those about, baits. Oh, I think we're about to hit the 70 hour mark, which is oh, wow. <laughs> crazy. Damn. <laughs> For how little... Uh, how, I mean, it's only been maybe three weeks. It's, it's been nuts. Oh, you must be seriously snowed in. Yeah. Yeah, it's we finally got our uh we had a like a big skid loader out here with a big uh blower on it, so hey oh. we can get we can hey get yo. out pretty well now. Sounds expensive. Get out or mm. get off. <laughs> right. I know I can't shoot as far as that snow blower was shooting. <laughs> it happens. That's amazing. Those like commercial size, I don't know, industrial <laughs> snowblowers. They're shooting like a hundred yards, just like yeah. no problem. It's impressive. Seventy hours. I uh <clears throat> so I was playing the podcast, our last podcast on a road trip my family the other weekend which i hadn't done like i don't my wife has not heard us has not heard one of our recordings in forever and she thought it, got it was to, amazing right? no she didn't she got to the part where uh andy and amanda were talking you know the, the they're playing a game together and i made the comment like oh yeah that's nice that you guys can do that because my wife would never never do that and then like it turned into i'm a giant asshole and like <laughs> maybe if you didn't throw me in lava we'd play games and I'm like, Oh God, like, I'm sorry. I played this podcast for you. Like, 
it's just commentary on a podcast. Like I'm not actually taking a dig at you. Like don't be upset. And my luck, I'll be playing this one at some point in the future in the car with her and I'll get in trouble <laughs> even like more. But yeah, <clears throat> when podcasting goes wrong, it wasn't good. I did throw her in the lava though. It was worth it. Just for anyone listening. No regrets. No, it was, it was so funny. Was this Mario? Yeah, it was a uh, new Mario Brothers. We, uh, we were riding like oh, the yeah. bone. It was a lava level. We were riding like that bone platform. We were just standing there waiting to get to the next thing. And I like, picked her up and I walked us slowly to the edge. Hucked her right into the lava. Mm-hmm. She's like, you're an asshole. And like went upstairs and like wouldn't play with me after that, which is understandable. <laughs> but also I was laughing to tears. So I'd argue it's worth it. She just doesn't have the determination because I did the same thing. And when the little bubble would come back, I'd pop the bubble and chuck her right back. in. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get that far. One chuck and she was done, which I thought was funny. Apparently not. <laughs> uh, um, I was going to say, is anyone, I don't know if anybody else has watched, if you guys like, Anybody else got HBO Max here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is anybody else watch Peacemaker or just me? I haven't caught up on it. Okay. Have you watched any of it? I've seen the movie, but I haven't seen the new show. There's a movie. Yeah, he's in the Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. That, but it's that, not like a, it's not like one. a standalone thing. Yeah. No, he's just a character in there. Sure. So I haven't watched any of that, but like I was watching. Peacemaker, it's like, I don't know, seven or eight episodes or whatever with John Cena. And that's like my kind of like comic and like Marvel DC sort of stuff because like I just don't care about most of it. And like John Cena can only play one character. And like when he acts, he's like John Cena acting. Like it doesn't matter what it is. So they kind of like that character is perfect for him. He's like a big, dumb, dumb, stupid idiot, right? Uh, that's like a pretty freaking hilarious series. I gotta say, like, it's definitely worth a watch. Um, what we didn't realize though was, which we should have probably, uh, it's an HBO series. I didn't look at the rating ahead of it. I, I wasn't that worried. So we're watching this, my wife and I, and my son's in the room. Oh I boy. Was, <laughs> I think he was playing on his phone. We got about 40 minutes into the second episode. And then I was reminded very abruptly with no lead in as to why it was on HBO. And uh, yeah, it was full on fucking like um, tits all naked <laughs> banging out in the bathroom with no warning uh, with my eight year old in the room. And we had to uh, quickly pause that usher him out of the room, turn it off and pretend like he didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> So was it just in like the perfect spot and he's staring at it? Like the best part, we got a really close look. The coup de grace of this whole thing is my mom had called during the middle of this too. And I was on the phone with my mother. Oh no. The sex scene came on with my son (laughs) in the room. So it was like inception for like, it was not good. Uh, like, and the best part is, is like, there's, I think there's eight episodes in that first season. That is the only like three minute to two minute section, probably not even, it's maybe like a minute that has that in it. And like, of course my son's in the room. Not great. But good series though. Pretty funny. It's, it's pretty stupid, uh, but it's, it's funny. 
I highly recommend. When, you, when you're d- when you're done with that one, you should uh, check out Doom Patrol. Okay. That one's also kind of a DC thing, but it's really it's really not a comic book thing nearly at all. It's really fucked up too. It's and really funny. Okay. I'll have to check it out. It was better than I expected. Um, so, you know, maybe give some more of those a chance because I've kind of <laughs> like, I haven't watched Suicide Squad. I haven't watched a lot of that. Don't watch your own children. Yeah. They also uh, put out a an animated one of Injustice, which usually like those Batman animated things are just like, ooh, whoop-de-doo. Mm-hmm. But this was just like, this one's a, like a hard R-rated as well. Mm. Where like Lois Lane like gets murdered and then Superman is just like, you know what? I'm Fuck just going to take care of <laughs> I'm just going to, you know, rule the world now. So uh, he basically kills off almost every superhero <laughs> in like pretty gory fashion. Nice. Which is something you don't see too often. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It sounds interesting. I, You know, one of those ones, I the animated ones from like DC that I do like is that, did you ever watch Batman Year Zero? Like 10 years ago, maybe it came out. I think so, yeah. <clears throat> like Batman essentially dies and or something and it becomes like a detective like thing and uh yeah, that one's really good. I think it I wonder if that was like bundled in with I think it was bundled in with the Arkham games, like the game of the year edition. It was like a download oh, sure. right to the console. And I've watched yep. that one a few times and like I was like, Man, this is like way better than I expected it to be. Yeah, they're the pretty much the only one still you know, putting a lot of time in the animated stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good. I think like the best part of like that whole Peacemaker thing is just like he's got a side story for like every super every superhero. It's like Aquaman, yeah, that dude fucks fish. Like, no, that's not true. Like, no, I heard that also. Like, that's totally true. <laughs> just like every superhero they ever bring up. Good stuff. Like it. Yeah, Max, watch it. Mm-hmm. Now with yeah, that's kind of why I haven't gotten to it because finding the time without the kids around. Yeah, well, as long as you, I'd say you could watch pretty much all of it. Maybe not the last episode, not not the second episode, but everything else is totally fine. <laughs> like it, it was so jarring because like the first episode was like so innocent and like dies in the hospital. He gets out of the hospital. He finds his pet eagle. The eagle hugs him. Like ah, oh, sweet moment, and then. I also like that his pet eagle is named Eagly. <laughs> Hilarious and uninvented. So, um, are, are any of us falling into the hype wagon that is Elden Ring? Nope. No? Off of it. Don't glowing, even know what it is. Glowing reviews. I'm happy for the people who love that. I'm never touching that shit. Is Robin Williams in it? It's mm. it's like a more like not slap you across the face Dark Souls from whatever. Also very difficult, but not as bad, right? This is their like get you into the gateway drug sort of game. Right. And that's the only reason why I'm like kind of listening in on it because of that reason. If it was just like, yeah, it's the best Dark Souls, I'd be like, no, no, thank you. But yeah been killing it like 
All the reviews are great. All of them. Yeah. I, it's kind of, it's kind of funny that, uh, so horizon, the first horizon came out, that came out the second one. Did that come out? Cause I don't think anybody talked about it. Right. That so happened. The, the, well, yeah, it, it did. And that's the funny part because the first one came out like a week before, uh, breath of the wild came out. Sure. And now that the second one comes out right before this game, which seems to be like, yeah, it, it launched on a console that everyone no longer wants, but they can't graduate into the console that they really want to play it on. So like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And in, you know, so not like not to deviate from Elden Ring, which was like your point. I think that's going to be a great game for the people who want that. But like, I have been, you know, in retrospect, my, I've been very lukewarm on horizon and like, I've listened to quite a few people talk about the new game and like, they just kind of expand on like how I felt about the end of that experience where it was like, okay, like it, it could be a thing that should pull me in more and there's a lot of depth, but I can choose the two attack moves that I like and go through the entire game with this. And that's all I'm doing. And you know what I mean? Like, so I don't know that they've really done enough in the new horizon game to like justify me in the way I played the first one, jumping into mm. it, you know? And I think that's why it is kind of amazing that that should have been the killer game that everybody talked about for the next two months. And it came out last week and I feel like everybody's forgotten about it. Especially now. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it is kind of weird that, you know, they would put so much effort into it and then launch it right now around other things. Cause that type of game seems like it's a, you know, you need to make millions upon millions to justify. Yeah. It, well, mm-hmm. and like it's on PS4 and everything I've read says like it's a Marvel on PS4. Like it, absolutely breathtaking pushes it to as far as it can go runs great um but i don't know like i kind of forgot it came out <clears throat> after i told biff to go buy the quest he's like oh yeah horizon came out i was like yeah i totally forgot too haha you know and like that was it right like yeah, we both definitely played didn't through pick that it game. up <laughs> no well it's like who has the time right now too well and you know that by the time I get a PS5, that's about the time that it's going to be a $20 game. So well, it'll be included in PlayStation Plus, you know, at that point. Like, right. Cares? Yeah, that, that's my thought, too, is like, I don't need to dive into it. I still can't get the hardware. And I'm not going to play it the way that the, 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 the developers intended, right? Like, I'm just going to mainline it. Not going to explore. So I'll get mm-hmm. my story later. <clears throat> But yeah, I mean, I think Elden Ring is going to be pretty massive. Like those games draw in a fan base. They've already got one, but if they can draw in a more casual one, it can be huge. Yeah, it certainly seems like a touchstone game already at this point. Mm-hmm. But you guys been hearing anything about Lost Ark? Uh, I've heard it's like really popular. I, I don't know anything about that game though. So I didn't either. And like, I had a buddy who started texting me and was like, Hey, you should download this game. I think you'd like it. We should play it. I was like, all right, I'll look into it, whatever. So apparently it's been out overseas in Asian markets for quite some time. 
where they've had a hard time meeting like server demand, like it's so popular. It's out in Europe now and it finally came to the US and it's on Steam. And it's this like free online MMO. Essentially, it plays more like a MOBA, but the uh the play style and the perspective is very Diablo 3. So it's this online free Diablo 3 style game with like many classes. Looks great. Um so I I in fact before we booted up, I started uh, installing it like it's a 70 gig download, which is crazy for a free <laughs> game. Um, but yeah, it looks really good. So I, I mean, I don't have anything more to add than that, but for Diablo three people out there who want something more that it's free, this seems to be it. So it's very like gear focused. Getting yeah. Yeah. New and, stuff. and the attacks are all like hotkeys and like, it sounds like there's a lot of, um, customization too. Like you don't have to like, tear up or unlock a lot of your special moves you can kind of like figure out which moves you like and they're just kind of like all in the talent tree so you can just build out mm. your character however you want and switch it up on the fly depending on the zone you're in so mm. we'll see i'll probably have more to report by the next podcast but looks like something i'd be interested in and free is good yeah hmm. well I don't know. Is it would have been a short one, but is it that time? And that's what my wife says. Unless you want to go like in depth with Stardew Stardew Valley, I could tell you just everything about, you know, the island, everything I'm doing, what my plans are for everything. I got three hours. Let's go. Or Biff could just, you know, do the spiel. Oh, I mean, whatever. Oh, friends <laughs> actually hold on before we do that let's uh you made it this far our friends uh over at r3 podcast ramble record repeat yep. chris and fraser they uh were gracious enough to invite uh, invite us to guest on their most recent episode i assume it will be up by the time that this posts so go check out ramble record repeat podcast um we are on there talking canadian trivia and we um, did find out who's most com- canadian yes, out of our podcast so true. that's if you pretty want the big answer deal. to that you'll have to listen to their episode mm-hmm. we also talk some movies and uh as always dive into weird rabbit holes because lots what of rabbit holes we do but um yeah go check them out thanks to those guys very much appreciate being on their show great podcast but um yeah biff do your thing man well okay you got it well friends Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Any mail, any fan mail, any oh gosh. complaints? I didn't Do check. We... That's a good. Oh mm. my gosh. I didn't even look. Well, why, while Ryan is checking, make sure you're following us on all of our social media on Twitter and Facebook and all of those good things. Go to Geekade. Uh, you can check out some of our other podcasts and other friends. And you can find all things weekend rental at weekend podcast dot com and any fan mail any complaints ryan anything um no just some spam oh dang it well friends that's it that's all we got for you as always be kind rewinds play bone bone out or out of boneville on your quest that would be
quite the adventure. Probably a game for that. <laughs> Yar bananas. <laughs> <laughs>